the rock's back. Yeah. The rock, the rock back. is back. So listen, if you guys are weekend, that's all we have. Like, oh, time out, time out, time out. Before we get into our guest, I heard you got the craziest fucking phone call. Um, oh. It was from Deanne Munoz and whole ass Ariel. I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'll be no, G, D, time out. So G, was it FaceTime or the phone call? It was um, phone call. That so, one was phone call. So this guy got a phone call <laughs> from. Well, y- y'all sent me a, from a, a video on Instagram. You know that too, right? No. Yeah. Is that a video? Yeah. You guys were you guys were topless holding your chichis. No way. Oh, okay. So they so wait. Is it saved on your phone? Can you still see it or no? I can't see. No, it's it was just you just sent it. Oh my god. But when they called you, like, what did they call you for? Like, what's the whole purpose of the conversation? What are you looking at me for? I'm asking you. What happened? Please enlighten like, what us. Like, what he, I, I don't remember either. So Deanne doesn't remember. Uh, producer goes, executive producer would be, would right be real professional. <laughs> like, what did she tell you, bro? What did Ariel tell you? I can't tell you that. Was it like sex talk? I can't tell was you that. about the podcast? What is it about? <laughs> Are we getting new lights? Like, what's going on? Like, what's going on? What happened? Dude, they ask you for a threesome? I, I can't tell you that. Can he say it? Do you? Yeah, he can say it. Oh, go ahead. She said you can say it. Yeah, I, I, I'm still trying to figure out what we said. She wants to know what she <laughs> said. No. What she said? Just like a little glimpse of what she said. Um, I said it or Ariel said it or we said it? I don't know. Ariel not here, so I, I can't be speaking <laughs> about what she said if she ain't here. Oh, fuck. Me and you had a conversation. We had like a business conversation. It was weird. Okay. It's weird. No, no, no. It's weird because she well, don't wait, remember it, that, but she sounded sober as shit. Hot. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, what? Is, what He's that way. Ariel called me. He got sexy. He goes, then you got my phone. <laughs> nah, Ariel sounded faded. And it was just business. No, no. And he said it was weird. No, no. Ariel sounded faded. You sounded sober like you do right now. Yeah. If if not probably sober than you do right now. So it was. Was there any kind of sex talk going on? Um. Yeah, apparently I'm to star in their next film. Wow. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, fans only? No, I'm just kidding. There's no size limit for those? Apparently not. I'm getting in. <laughs> so, Guess you just got to know somebody, so, right? Whatever. <laughs> next time we call you drunk, like, record that shit so we can play it on the podcast. Yeah. No, that's what I remember, too. <laughs> yeah. All I yeah. know is because obviously in the morning, like, the girls are teasing me, and they're like, oh, novel. And I was like... They're like, saying, oh, novel? Like, kind of Man, you mad. Okay, novel. Like, they were kind of making jokes for a minute, and yeah. I wasn't really getting what the joke was. I thought they were just taunting me, like, his name. And then, Well, were you drunk, like, like talking about him, maybe? Well, what, it was day, it was day two <laughs> drinking. We drank oh, two days in okay. a row, like, a two-day binger. So you kind of booty call novel a little bit. So when... I don't know, maybe. <laughs> I was like, it I sounds like it's a booty call. I the morning at eleven came. in the morning. And then uh, that's a weird booty call. <laughs> that's a weird booty that call. That was day two, like into deck. We were still wasting. We woke up. Yeah. And then I saw it was me and all the girls in the bed. And then later on, like yeah. th- that day, they were like, "Oh, novel, novel, da da." What you guys talk about? And I was like, "What do you mean? What did we talk about?" Then they had an all girls party, and they were talking about you, fool. <laughs> No, and I wasn't. I'm a street I, scholar. That's, I don't get that shit. Not, I was like, yeah, what right. the fuck? I was like, I talked to him. They're like, yeah, for a long time. I was like, what did oh I say? Oh, my God. And they even told me, they're like, we don't know you left the room. And I was like, fuck, at least I would have somebody tell me what I it said. It was a conversation with you and Ariel, like back and forth. He told me off the air what, you, what, it, what, it was, what was said. I can't, if you think I said, I can't save either. But, I mean, it rhymes with the decent. <laughs> <laughs> Like whatever, I'll fucking say it. I'll fucking say it. That's what happened. And, and what was your answer? Oh, you said you're gonna find out. I had to work. <laughs> ma, ma, ma. Oh, but you did say you had to work. I had to work. And and then you and then you told him D. You told him cancel your fucking appointment. Fuck working. No, that wasn't D. That was Ariel. That was it. I, I can't say. Was uh, <laughs> only two people. <laughs> if it wasn't D. Well, I ain't saying names. Oh, I'm just saying it wasn't D. Okay, so anyways, that was our weekend, people. Um, usually we don't do this. I mean, we, have a, we have a really awesome guest today. Not our first guest. He's like, whatever. But our other <laughs> guest is really good. So usually we don't do this. But you guys remember Sonic, the one that got cheated on by his chick that got a BBL, and she was some guy named Dragon. Remember that? Everybody, that was like one of the biggest podcasts, huh? Everybody loved it, huh? Everybody yeah, felt really when bad When he comes him. on, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. So listen, um, <laughs> let's give a hand. Because he wants to come on right now, and he wants to explain something. Um, we'll let him explain. So let's give it up for Sonic, everybody. Woo! 
Round of applause. Let's go, Sonic. Yeah, man. Love you, man. Hello, sir. Fucking guy. Sit in. Come get comfortable, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, get closer to the rock. Yeah. Come over here, baby. So, um, whatever light Sonic is feeling, okay? This is Sonic again. This is Sonic. You didn't see his face, but this is his face. And now you're probably wondering why she cheated on him. Right? <laughs> you guys see what I'm thinking? I'm right, around, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon? Yes. So listen, um, so I get Sonic at um. Um, this is our other producer. <laughs> no, he does every time. You know, every time. Yeah. We love it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Was he was he in a three-way conversation he, too? He likes to handle the mic stands. <laughs> so listen, so we got so we got Sonic in here, everybody. And last time on in the episode, he told a conversation, a little story about it, 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 it totally got out of hand. It was supposed to be about girls getting surgery, and it, I think novel kind of led it that way. Kind of. Yeah, I guess I was in my feelings a little bit. I was being a little. So bit he boy. went. You guys heard the podcast. If not, go check out season three, episode something. It's called Cheating Chick. Um, <laughs> that's what it's called. <laughs> kind of ruthless. Uh, I know. I know. He wanted me to change the name. I didn't. I'm a dick. So listen. <laughs> uh, so he went on. He said some things that um that were they were true. His story is very true. It's, it's like authentic. It's true. Blah blah blah. But you were in your feelings and you're still mad at her at the time, and you probably said too much what you shouldn't have said, and you're kind of regretting that right now, right? Yeah, bro, you was in your feelings crying, got me crying in my feelings, oh, I'm not crying, but in my feelings, and I had to say a whole bunch of shit that I said. None of it, I don't take none of it back. Okay. It, like, it's not that I'm taking what I said back or what was discussed back, it's just that it was kind of fresh, so yeah. I probably said a little bit too much, and, it, you know, she heard it, her too family heard it. Too much for the world to see. So what it, after I, she I, heard it, did she call you? Cause I remember I was in Colorado, I was in Denver, and you called me, and um, you told me she was fucking like pretty pissed at you. She heard of it. Okay. So she heard of it, and we weren't following each other on social media. Yeah. So she, what she did was she went and added me. I didn't know why, and I, I for I did, she added me, then she went and found one of you guys, and yeah. she ended up watching it then. And then after she watched it, what happened? She, did she uh, call you. She she text messaged me, and then by the time I got off work to respond to the text message, her number was changed. Wow. Damn. <laughs> she about the business, but and like, you were just... Woo. No, and then I got a bunch of emails and, and messages from a lot of her friends, coworkers, wow. people who just... Call you like a piece of shit? Just saying, you know, like... What they I, say I, about me? They was mad at me, huh? Uh, why, you, you know, why you, you... If you if it wasn't you, why'd you let them say what they said? And that's he your, said that, it. At I the said end of the it. day, that's your, that's your, your son's mom, it. and yeah. you should, you know... Yeah, you should have been that's telling me, hey, bro, you got to stop. This is my kid's well, mom. I, like I said, it was fresh. So, was, how's it, so how's it going right now? I mean, are, um, because I think you told me, like, um, you couldn't see your kid for a little bit. Like, she used that as a weapon, kind well, of... Yeah, after after that, you know, obviously I didn't have her, her number, so I can't just show up over there. And she lives like in San Diego? Before San Diego, okay. so it's like 100 miles away from where I live. Yeah. And um, I waited a couple of weeks, and um, and then after things cooled down a little bit, you know, we spoke. I went to go see my son. We talked about this and, you know, everything else after that. But, uh, you know, we're good now. We've always, I mean, in 11 years, you, you know, I, I still love her, and... Uh, and we respect each other, and we decided that we're just going to go our separate ways. Uh, but for for my son, we're going to you know get along and whatnot. So did you ever apologize to her? There, there was to me there was not you know anything to apologize for. It's just that uh, you know I just wanted to get along with her, and she thought that uh, I disrespected her by being on here and you know telling her business or. Whatnot. Do you feel you disrespect you disrespect her? I don't want to, you know, I, I, I guess, I, I guess, I guess I'm holding my motherfucking mouth. Right I guess, now. I guess it's, you know, it, it's just not nothing compared to, you know, what I went through, but not, not even close. Yeah. So I want to snap on you. <laughs> I want to snap on you. <laughs> and now. then, um, when, when you, when, when you seen her, you did tell me she had a new tattoo. You want to tell me, want, you want to tell oh, me man. what a new tattoo is? Look at you, man. This is the kind of stuff we're not supposed to be talking about right now. Oh uh, my God. I, 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 
I, this, okay, this is what got me in trouble last time, but yeah, you know, she, 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 she well, don't answer if you don't answer, bro. I mean, yeah, hey, people yeah, are gonna don't wonder. answer shit. Cause we're not gonna do, we're gonna do a part three. Like, <laughs> 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 hey, like, if you don't want to answer, you have to answer it, bro. But I mean, I mean, this is why we don't go live. Yeah, no, I'm not gonna tell everybody about the dragon tattoo yeah. on her neck. <laughs> but, so. I hate this Bro, guy. This is what happened last I time. I hate this guy. You got a oh condescending, sarcastic ass way of telling uh, stories. You know, you, that, that, nah, but he like this guy. Nah, like, I love it. He's it a good guy. He's honest. Like I get it. Why she'll be mad at you? I get it. But like, if she didn't do those fucked up shit, you you would have fucked up shit to say about her. Let's be honest. Like. Like, you know what I mean? She's more mad at that she got caught. It's like someone going to jail. You ain't mad that you for a shit you did. You got mad for a shit you got caught doing. So she's mad that if she was a good person, I'm not saying she's a bad person, but like if she was a good person, like there would be anything bad to say about her anyways. Yeah, she, she you know, it is what it is now. Like, yeah, I, I had people bad. pop up in my DMs. A lot of DMs. Because of that shit. Yes. Your story is by far one of the most popular. It's very among popular. It's very even uh, we, we we did a thing on Street Scholar on a, on a on a IG. We say, "What was your favorite episode?" Everybody, well, no, I go, "What was your saddest episode?" And on 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 our episode, we had girls' mom got shot in the head in front of them. We had people die, people doing life sentences. We had some sad stories on our podcast. Everybody said your story was the saddest. Like I was like, "What?" Like I was like, "You're fucking." But, but, but a lot of the the viewers don't understand though yeah. is that when you originally asked me to come on it Absolutely. wasn't supposed to be you mm -hmm. didn't say you know come on it and about, talk about, it your, about surgery yeah like yeah. And, and i was just uh, agreeing that that the person her personality changed and someone else at the time the conversation we, got away from us yeah a and, lot. And so it's our fault it's not your fault but it was fresh that what day so i probably but look at the end of the day bro like it's good that you guys are being cordial and you're, you're making things like at least you're like respectable for your kid like that's good bro that's, a, that's yeah. the best way to go and that's if you got to like bite your tongue or whatever you got to do to make that ration better, then more power to you. I think that's dope that you're being like mad enough to say, you know, fuck it. I think you're mad. I think you're, it's good that you actually came on here and it said like, you're wrong. I mean, I don't think you're wrong, but I think if you thought you did wrong, I think it's cool that you even came on here and just said like, fuck it. Like it is what it is. Like, you know what I mean? I think it's kind of cool. Um, D, are you still, you still the microphone? Mm -hmm. Um, D quick oh, question, quick question. Cause a lot of, a lot of people ask us this question on the, um, on Instagram. And the last episode, he was saying that like she had a calendar, and she would she would write that guy's name on, on a calendar, calendar every time. So every time that his it'd girl, it would be random on a calendar, a name, his name. Yeah, on a calendar, like, our, like it'll be random on a calendar, like my grocery list, go to the doctor list, and then so, it would have a guy's name so every whatever, now and then. So whatever day she's seen him, she will put his name on there. Like, is that a girl thing? Like, you guys remember it's what? It's a girl days? thing. It's definitely a girl thing because. Dun, 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 dun. Oh shit! This is okay. <laughs> First of all, I, I'd say it's basically like a single girl thing, and maybe you're sleeping with different multiple guys. And what if one of them comes inside you? Hey, right? Wow. Or a maybe I'm dating somebody, right? I'm not sleeping with nobody else, but I know, like, oh fuck, he came in me in this day. Okay, no more dating. Like, how far, like, stop, how please. far from my ovulation day? Oh, my, okay. In case I la 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 la. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. We get it. Fuck. Huh. I mean, it, 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 it could have been. I mean, I was on uh, the same calendar. It, it had my. It would have like my son's birthday, her birthday, like you know my birthday. But it would say like but those Robert are events. Yeah, Robert came over this day. He left this day. And <laughs> when, dragon whenever, came. Whenever that happened, it would <laughs> just say. Over. It would just say you know dragon. Yeah. Or. Yeah. I mean, at least she knows her her menstrual cycle. That's good. That's good. She has um, a there's a positive. She's when she's not. No, um, because but what do you want to say, um, Sonic? Before we start joking around too much, um, you do want to like, you do want to say like, you do want to apologize. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry for you know no, coming cool. out the way I did. Absolutely. But, but I don't, you know. Look at her. I'm still Sonic. Look at her. I'm, I'm still, I'm still upset. You know, like so. I when I leave here, when I think about it, I'm still gonna get upset. So. And the way I felt that day, it had just happened. And I had just found out a lot Fresh. of stuff that day. So when I came to you guys, you guys asked the right questions and I answered them. You know, you're vulnerable. I guess you know. I mean, oh, that's what it was. You do, were do, you, do you see yourself getting back with her ever? Like maybe? I mean, you would like that, right? I don't know. It, it would take a lot, but you know, right now I just want to get along with her for my son. That's and good. you know, is I, it hard to see her? Because I know you still probably have feelings for her. Like, is it hard like when you see her? Like, oh my god, like. Yeah, that, that's that's why it's hard to say this kind of stuff because I'm not gonna sit here and lie. Like when I go, 
every Sunday to see my son, you know, she's there, she's there. She comes out. Um, I talk to her. Uh, I still, you know, I grab her and hug her and tell her, you know, I love them. And, you know, 11 years, that's not going to go away. So like, I still not. tell her, you know, when I'm saying bye to my son, I say, I love you guys more than anything in the world. And, I, and I'll leave, you know, yeah, it's, it's the truth. You know, I, I, I'm just not happy with how things ended and what happened at the end. So. Well, we want to thank you for coming on and um, saying your story. Um, yeah, man. I mean, I, just, I wish you the best of luck. I mean, sure. I know. So, I mean, I think, I mean, I've been in a situation. I mean, not like that, but I mean, we've all been heartbroken by one time or another, you know? I think you probably have too as well. Yeah. I mean, it sucks. And I think the only time, the only thing that cures that is time, bro. Like, just give it sure. time, do your prayers and so on. But I mean, I just wish you the best of luck. I thank you for coming back on. For sure, and, man. Thank you, man. Congratulations on the new Thank studio. you, Brody. Thanks. Thank you, bro. Okay, everybody. Um, Hope thanks, Sonic. Some closure. Um, so, anyways, um, our next guest right now. This is um, actually a longtime friend of mine. Uh, this guy's pretty dope. Had the crazy story. He's been through ups and downs. Uh, let's give it up for my buddy Dub. <laughs> D, are you new to Arsenio Hall, the dog? No, I was doing like Pretty Woman. Oh, oh. that's Arsenio Hall. <laughs> Showing your age, buddy. What's up, Dub? What's up, buddy? How y'all doing? So this is Dub. Um, I grew up this guy since what, like I was ten, probably around there. Since like middle school, right? I knew you, you since. Yeah, get close to the mic, bud. Oh, he'll do it for you. Sure. You want to do it? Oh, <clears throat> so Dub has an interesting story. Um, he grew up where I grew up at in Fontana. Well, he you didn't really grow up there. You moved there for quite some time, right? And mm -hmm. something. So I do want to get into to this guy's story. Um where he's been at, where he just came from, pretty much. Um, so let's get into your story. Like, you started, like, you, you grew up in a, you, would you say a pretty good, steady household? Um, by the time I met you, yeah, my house was pretty steady. Yeah, my father was doing pretty good, so things was cool. We wasn't broke. I mean, we wasn't yeah. rich, but we was all right. Yeah. Uh, for, um, I mean, you played sports. Your dad was um, a professional ball player, pretty much. Like, you're, it was cool. I, I grew up with you. It's funny, because, um, you were like, I mean, you were like my, you were like our only black friend at that time, kind of like, on some real shit, like, he's like a, a family member, like for me and my family, like, like he's, he's been there. Um, so as far as that, like, um, we grew up in a high school. I'll just say right now, so we don't like, we'll get to your story. Uh, I'm, wait, is that? You said your name? Dub, um, Dub just got out of federal prison. Um, and want to get to the part why he was in federal prison, pretty much. Um, fuck it, like you started selling drugs at, at what age, bro? I'd probably say I was, I was dibbling down probably like 15, doing a little small, a little middleman bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I just, cause I knew a lot of people. I kind of knew all the movers and shakers, so I knew who was who, and so when somebody wanted somebody, I know who to go to. So, you know, I was doing little shit like 15. When you say 16. little things, you mean like like nickel diming it, stress weed, like, because it's in the 90s we're talking about, right? There wasn't that all these fancy ass, speaking of weeds, OG Rascal, but there wasn't weed like this, like, you know, like no. crazy boxes and all that. It was just that like. That shit was Mexican brick pack weed. <laughs> that shit was the Baby shit. Powder in the block. And, yeah, it yeah. was motherfucking three pounds in a block this big because it was compressed so hard. Yeah, yeah, that was some crazy shit. Bunch of season there? All that yeah, shit. bunch yeah, of season yeah. there. Um, no, I do like little shit because I knew a motherfucker that, you know, he had the shit. So, you know, because of him, I was able to just do you know, a little middleman moves. You know what I'm saying? Small shit. Just extra money go to inner swami type of shit? That, that exactly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Try to keep me fresh. That's right. Because, uh, you know. I, when you're FUBU and all that? Never in my life went to FUBU, <laughs> but you know what I'm that saying? That was the 90s, though. I don't give a fuck when it was. You <laughs> would never catch me in no fucking FUBU, but you know what I'm saying? Oh, I, did what, I did my version of trying to be fresh, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Always flamed up and so on, what's so on, so on. You know Yo, what I mean? I'm going to tell you one thing real quick. Though. Okay. One, mem one memory that I always have. I remember. I, remember I was walking down Canyon Crest, right? And your ass is on the corner. No, I remember you were like, no, no, you and were walking. All no, you were in your little, you, were, you had a Mercedes or a no, at the time. No, at the time, no, this is, this is fucking like 94, 95, okay. right? 
and you were still like, he was like a 10th grade or some shit. Yeah, I was cute. And I was walking down the street. I didn't even drive. I had a car, but I was just walking, right? Okay. And he was at the corner. You see me. And you, I see me flamed up, and he was all banging on me. And she like, yeah, what's up, dog? Like, yeah, 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 and he yeah. was acting all crazy and shit. Yo, I remember that shit. I was like, yeah, what's up with this nigga, man? But <laughs> it was crazy because I knew you the way I knew you. So yeah. I was like, yo, what's up with this nigga? But, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, it's all love. Oh, for sure. Like, it's funny because um, you kind of went um, your path. I mean, we went our path. But we all, I mean, not that we kept in touch, we did, but like, there'll be years we didn't see each other, but it was always, no matter how long we, we didn't see each other, it was all the same level though. For exactly. Much, you, know? you know, it came back full circle, baby. So then, um, so did you, so did you move back? Cause we, we grew up in Fontana. I grew up in Fontana. He grew, you grew up in, um, down the street pretty much in South Central. Is that considered South Central? No, well, I mean, I grew up with you. I, look, I lived in Compton, and then when I moved from Compton to Fo to Fontana, yeah. So then I moved there. It was cool, like you know, we did. We that's how we met each other, and we lived our life. Um, you know, me and my grandma was from Compton, lived there. I still would go back a lot, but yeah. you know what I'm saying. I, I still was there. You know how I was, and I was around everybody, and you know, I just. The way Southridge was, everybody knew everybody. You know what I'm saying? It yep. was some old. It's our our own little like Mayberry. Ass, I, my mama, I was gonna say, it was a fake ass Mayberry. Like, <laughs> yeah. You know, everybody, I don't give a fuck. Like me, I knew every Mexican, black, white, Asian. I don't give a fuck if you was in that area. I knew you. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. And I knew your fucking parents. Like yeah. I just knew what it was. Um, but it was cool. You know what I'm saying? I was an athlete. You know. Shit, I played baseball, football. I was MVP of the All Star team in baseball. Like played I was. Bitches. That right there is always. <laughs> I you know fucking all like, state hey, letters. It's funny to look at it now, right? I be looking at pictures of me and your brother. Yeah. People that don't know, like Rocky is my little homie. Yeah. His brother, me, and his brother, the same age. Like, um, his brother, I, no lie, no all respect due. Your brother was a playboy. Like, yo, my brother had his brother had all the bitches. I ain't gonna hold you. His brother had <laughs> all the bitches, and, but that was my man though. So yeah. you know, we I rock with him all day and. Shit, I, I get the little leftovers. I ain't even gonna front. Like, I was a little crispy nigga back in the day. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. I had to come into myself. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. So, it is what it is. But, um, yeah, you know, I could just I just live my life. And and um, I just paid attention. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. paying attention helped me, you know, evolve in life. When, when you say involved, you mean involved like in like, as uh, far as like evolved in the, in, in the drug world, the gang world, or just evolved like all around person like, from white collar to like all that kind of stuff. I think it helped me evolve. Cause you went, you went from like, I don't, I never, I never want to say suburb type of deal, but like you went from this like to like a, a good home kind of like you know. Most definitely had a good, a home. good home, and to like fuck dude, like you're you're in Compton, to, like you're yeah you're doing it like um, like because cause I didn't see you for a few years, and I seen you years later, I go what the fuck like, who's some well, on some other shit. My roots has been from Compton. So even yeah. like when people didn't see me around Fontana, all that, you know what I'm saying? Like I was in Compton. Yeah. So I'm not going to say like, believe you me, I'm not one to portray like I'm just some old hardcore gangster motherfucker. I didn't did this, did that. Yeah. Yes, I have did this and did that. But at the same time, like I wasn't just, oh, that the motherfucker you see like on TV. Yeah. Like, you know, I did stuff because it was just part of, Growing up, you know what I'm saying? At the same time, like, I think because of being from Compton and being, having that Fontana aspect in my life, it gave me the conscience to, like, be smart, make certain decisions. You think it was a good balance? I think Most it was cities. a great balance because I believe that today and today, my life I live today, it helps me adapt to whatever environment that I'm in. You talk to you talk to like a, a a lawyer. You talk to a priest or to a gang I don't care if you're member. the CEO of a company. I yeah. don't care if you're the hardest gang member from your hood. Yeah, we gonna get along because I know what it is to be in every aspect. Like I've been an entrepreneur. I ain't had a job, man. I ain't had a job in, in eighteen years. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I ain't had a job, and I'm not glorifying that. My point is that I was an entrepreneur. I always had a vision to work for myself. Yeah, I watched my father, my grandfather. You know what I'm saying? So I watched them. Like, my grandfather to this day, he ain't never worked for nobody in my lifetime. And my grandfather, my dad, since I was 13, he ain't worked for nobody. Yeah. So what the fuck I look like working for somebody? Like, yeah. I'm going to control my own destiny. The difference is, is that they went on their path to do it. More like a white collar they did, and you did some other it, shit. But I'm going to tell you what's so crazy. Every child, I believe, wants to be like their father, like, in a sense. So, like, my dad, 
he owns a respiratory company and does respiratory and I mean, I went to school. I got a degree in respiratory therapy right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh, shit. So I went to college. I got a degree in respiratory therapy, all that. But, I, I, you know, eventually I got out of that. We'll talk about that later, why I got out of it. But, you know what I mean? I got out of that. But, um, you know, at the same time, everybody wanted to be like their dad. Yeah. You know, so. So back to high school when you're um, you're still nickel diming it, getting extra money, going on dates or whatever you're doing, you know? Um I mean, I, without saying so much, I mean, we can only say so much without, you know, mm-hmm. with, with so many details of this, this story. Um, at one point, at what point, not at what point, is there a point in your life where you're like, fuck, like, how did I get here? Like, don't, like with your crowd and everything you're doing, like, You know, like, honestly, fuck. that didn't happen until my late 20s. So, like, in high school, you know, I was hustling. I was doing my thing. Like, you know, I was, I believe that, my mind is what helped me get to where I eventually became to. Um, I was doing crazy shit in high school. Like being like, for example, like being that I was from Compton, right? I would go back to the neighborhood and buy beaties. I don't know. If my, I don't know who know about beaties, but beaties yeah. was like that we're talking about. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So beaties is like, um, little Indian cigarettes, skinny like, little cigarettes, right? Little, little dumb ass shit. Yeah. But, you get this shit That's for like 25 shit. in the pack for $1. Mm-hmm. But in the IE, they didn't have that. Yeah. So I buy like 15 packs of them and go back to school. And I sell them joints for a dollar each. Oh, shit. You know, so I'm making $25 off a pack. I spent a yep. dollar on, but I got 15 packs. You really have that booming. I'm down there yeah. making a nickel yep. off, of, off of $15. Damn. You know what I mean? I'm giving niggas deals and all that old shit. By the end of the day, like, you know what I'm saying? I be making little, little shit. On top of that, it was this one nigga in school that back in the day, I'm gonna call him B Mac. You know what I'm saying? For those that know, know who that is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But that nigga really, he taught me what it was like putting nickels together. Nigga had three dollar sacks for the niggas who broke. No, all that like, shit. Half a nickel sack? Half a nickel oh sack. My. Yo, hey, that's some entrepreneurship though. Yeah. Okay, you like. But but that shit was booming. Like he taught me all the shit. So I'm like, okay, I'm paying attention. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, for example, you even know I used to work at Round Table Pizza, right? Yeah. Yo, I used to be at delivery and motherfuckers would call me. So, like, yo, I need, a, I need a nickel. I need two nickels. I need this. I need that. I'm like, all right, hold on. Give me 10 minutes. Meet me on the corner of this, that, and the third. I get my pizza delivery and I tell motherfucker, meet me on delivery. I go make two, three sales of some weed. I, I, I drop that off, make the pizza delivery, get my tip, the gas money, and go back. Jeez. That was one hell of a delivery. <laughs> <laughs> But you know what I'm saying? Uh, shit was booming though. You know what I'm saying? I, and I was I was 18, 17, 18 doing that shit. You took advantage of every situation. Yeah, you were hustling on top of hustling. Yeah. That part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, and believe me, I'm, at the end of the day, I, I want to be clear that nothing that I'm talking about, I'm doing, was nothing to glorify. Absolutely not. Because ain't shit cool about this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to be clear about that. But at the same time, this is all I knew. Like, I ain't going to say this all I knew. Yeah. Because goes back to what we talked about. We had good parents. Really good so I'm not going to say it's all I knew. Yeah. I had a unique situation in my house. So I guess in my situation, I felt like I'm going to succeed by any means necessary. So if it was college, if it was like what they say, hook or crook, yeah. I'm going to make it. But ain't nothing going to stop me because I got to get it. Yeah. And well, was, it seems like anything you do, you go like all the way in with it. I feel like there's no other way. Yeah. Why are you going to half half or something? Because if you half half or something, they're going to give you the whole time. That's exactly. You, you, you all the way in or you're not. Yeah. They're going to give you all the same time if you do. If you half ass or you all the way. So yeah. I'm going to go all the way. If you give me my time, give mine for what I deserve. Yeah. So I seen Pit. Well, I, I knew you. And uh, my brother will say, like, so much, like, man, I'm going to go over here and do this with with, uh, with Dub and so on and so on. Like, you at a point where you, you're almost, like, paying people to count your money almost, like, at a point, like, like I, oh, I have too much money. It has to pay somebody to count my money type of shit. Like, what? Like, fucking, it's kind of fucking doing it. But, like, I heard, like, I like mean. human counting machines? Like, yeah, like, on some, but you're, like, I, I just can't say all that. But, you know, but, but you're, like, um, yeah, you have different properties everywhere and all that kind of thing. Yeah, um, so I ain't gonna lie. It was a time where I was hustling, and really it was at a point where, you know, motherfuckers was getting real money, like. Motherfucker was getting real money. Like man. paid in full type said, shit, huh? And fuck that paid full. And then, <laughs> I just say that only because yeah. don't do not misunderstand because once again we're not glorifying nothing. Yeah. But like on paid full, 
the nigga's son, his brother got robbed. He's like, man, I got 125,000. Oh, yeah. I need, I need some help. Man, fuck 125,000. Two flips, man. That shit ain't about nothing. Like, that shit easy money. Like, nigga, what you need? Get that. Get my, get my little brother back. Yeah. That half a million, like nigga. Nothing. Get my little brother back, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, I only say that for that reason. Yeah. Because you, because you compared it to that. But, um, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, like you did a whole like, um, like did, we was out there like stockpiling money, and I got to a point where I was like, yo, I'm telling my man and shit, like, yo, what you do with your paper and shit? He like, yo, we buying property. Okay. And I'm like, property? He like, yeah, we out here buying property. So, granted, what year is my, this? I got indicted. Can we say in that? my indictment, I got indicted in the city of Philadelphia because that's where my crimes would happen. So in the city of Philadelphia, you know what I'm saying? They say it's a city of brotherly love for a reason. You know what I mean? It's a lot of it's a lot of loopholes in the system. Okay. So because of that, you know, I was in the position to be able to go to. I like that property. It's fifty grand. Yo, here go fifty grand, man. I need that. You know what I'm saying? Here go that. What that? What you want for that? Thirty grand, man. Yo, I need that. Here yeah, you go thirty. Yeah. I need that. You know what I'm saying? So then it's mine. Once it's mine. I take my paper, fix it up, put a renter in it, and that's mine. I got residual income coming in after, you know what I'm saying? I own it free and clear, yeah. and it's mine. I wasn't smart enough to do the shit that white folks do, put an LLC and get a company and do all the, that was on nigga time. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna hold, but I still knew, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I was still trying to make shit right, you know what I'm saying? So, it is what it is, I mean, like I said, and then, and then you lived, you lived like right here, like in downtown, one of these lofts, like bachelor life, just people coming over all day and this and that. Like you, yeah, you live like, you literally live that, that shit you see in fucking TV shows and movies and all that. Like you, like you, you've done that, but, but you never really floss though. Like all the pictures I see of you, like you had no big gold chains on or crazy jewelry or did you have, it? you just never wear it or? No, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I had my crazy jewelry, you know what I'm saying? I had the little this and that, but see, that was my thing. Like. To me, it's all it's all a show. To me, I was bigger than the show. Bro, like you have properties. You were bigger like, than I was trying to really on my mama, like I was trying to get out this shit. Like I had a real plan. My plan was let me get twenty properties, let me get fixed up, give me some renters in them. And once I get and I get I'm out. Yeah. I got X amount of dollars put up. I got twenty properties, I'm done. Between twenty properties, rent coming in every month, X amount of dollars put up, I can live and I can be all right. At least put me in a position to be done and move to the next venture, whatever that may be. Yeah. It just the feds got to me before I can get to that. And 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 that cause cause now we're uh, we're not talking about nickel and diamond, we're not talking about weed anymore either, though. We're talking about some other like some big boy shit, right? I mean, let's just say this, man, like the feds the feds gonna hit you for what they know about. Mm -hmm. So I went to jail for two keys of coke and eight hundred and fifty pounds of weed. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like a lot of pounds. So it's cool. Anything less than five keys of coke, they're gonna give you five year minimum. And then with the weed, they gave me an extra year. So I I got seventy two month sentence in the feds. You know what I'm saying? Like. Don't get me wrong. I mean, that's time. That's gone. I, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I'm not trying to act like that ain't nothing. Yeah. But in the fed world, like anything less than a dime, you won. So to me, I won. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Is it is it um your whole lifestyle, the money, the glamour, the luxury, and all that, like the girls, everything you've done of that time frame? I mean, you probably did for I don't know how many years. You gotta say, but is that is that worth? Like, what was it six, seven years you did? Is, is, is that worth the time you went away for, though? So let's, i say this. First of all, ain't nothing worth the time I miss away from my child. My daughter is my world. My daughter is everything to me. Yeah. My daughter is my best friend. Yeah. So I'd rather be a broke, regular, forklift driver-ass nigga yeah. and have spent that time with my child than to be the nigga who I am, who, you know what I mean, to have done the things I've done. So that's the hardest thing when, you, when, when you're busted is just thinking about your daughter being... That's it. But I can say that prior, you know what I mean, being that here I am now today, you know, my child is able to go to college. My child is able to do things that maybe she wouldn't have done if I was that four-wheel driver. Yeah, that is true. So I, I'm, not, I'm not happy about my situation and how it happened. But at the same time, here I am today, and it is what it is. Yeah. How did you feel when you got out? You just felt like, oh, I'm 
freaking finding out. Uh, when I got out, yeah, I felt like I don't feel like shit. Granted, I'm free, I'm, but I ain't free. I'm free because I'm not in prison no more every yeah. day. But I ain't free. These motherfuckers on my ass. To this day, there. I'm not saying they on my ass in the in the context of like they they got cameras, they watching me, they got trucks following. While you're walking shit. to eggshells. But at the end of the day, I got a prior. See, motherfuckers that don't know the fair the fair system. People have this this old thought in their mind of how it is, how it go, and how it's supposed to be. But like, the feds go out. Like, I'm gonna keep it real with you. Like, so you go to feds. I don't give a fuck what you did. You can sold a 17 million keys. You can sold two keys. Whatever it is. At the end of the day, you got a drug felony from the feds on your record, right? So let you do something again. They gonna count that extra felony. That what you did prior oh. to what you did, and it's going to enhance whatever you did so much, yo, they're going to rock the shit out your ass. Damn. So it don't matter how big or small you was, because you got that that on your shit, they're going to hit you. So being, I, don't, I don't do nothing illegal. I got home, and I did everything I'm supposed to do. But my point is that I learned, too, that like the feds turn anything they want into what they want it to be. Yeah. You could be like, I call you tomorrow. Hey, Rocky. Yo, I got a flat tire, my nigga. I need you to come help me. My flat, my, I, ain't, I ain't got no spare in the trunk. Can you come bring me a spare tire? Well, we'll, yo, the feds turn. Yo, that spare tire you talking about, it was a kilo. Oh, that's yo, what they're thinking. They, nigga. <laughs> they, that's a kilo, nigga. Oh, I you asked Rocky to bring you a kilo, oh, and we shit. finna hit you. We finna bang you, and yeah. on top of that, yeah. you got the prior. We finna super bang right you, there. and see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it'd be like, yo, like that wouldn't even. I really had a flat tire, nigga. <laughs> what the fuck you talking about? Uh, but yo, these niggas just take it to the extra step. Yeah. So this shit be real. So this is the shit I be talking about. Like a motherfucker don't realize they see that they think the shit is sweet. Yeah, but it ain't. Wow. So um uh, fuck. I mean, I know you like but you like you were you were like in a spotlight. You're keeping like famous rappers, celebrities, you're like you were like fucking you're like, out there like, doing you're, it. like you're the man. Like you're fucking like you're, I'm gonna keep fuck. it real with you, dog. To me, I'm just little on me. Yeah. That's humble. To everybody say. else, they could believe who whatever it is they think I am or yeah. who I know. I know this person, I know that I don't give a fuck. At the end of the day, I'm still me. I don't represent them, I represent me. Yeah. I'm just little on me, dog. So what are you doing now that you got out? Like, you fuck, I mean, so, it, it, my question is like to live that, and, and it's what the kind of podcast topic is kind of about. Like, for somebody like you to live that life, and you know, we have friends like that. Like their whole life, they live that lifestyle. Maybe not extreme as big as how, how you were, but they live that lifestyle and they get that quick money. It, I, I never want to say it's easy money because it's not easy money. Never. It's stressful. Like I, you know, it's. It, there's a baggage Can that comes I say one? Th I don't want. Of I don't want to cut you. you I want to say one want. thing, but like it's funny how like people in the background they see you eating, mm -hmm. getting money, doing your thing. You know, you whatever it is on the level and in, in their mind that you get money, but like they don't factor in all the losses, all the payouts, all the other shit that go with making this thing happen. They don't have factor in. The village that you carry to make this thing happen. You're know saying all the people with their handout that have that expect you to help them live in their life and support their life because they depended on you. Yeah. Because of the things that whatever it is you got them doing, they depended on you. You know what I'm saying? So like when you got when you got a butt when you got busted, did a lot of people stop eating because you weren't eating off, they weren't eating off your plate kind of? I can imagine. Yeah, I would, I would imagine that too. So like, cause I remember, uh, I, I mean, you were, are doing our own company, a uh, legal company. We're doing t-shirts. hundred percent. Clothing company. Yeah, I had a clothing legal. store. We don't do nothing. And, uh, legit, and Doug legit. wanted to invest in it. So he, he partnered up with me and we're doing really good. And then I had, a, I, I was fighting the case and he had a, a, he didn't have a case yet, but he goes, he goes, tell me, he go, Hey, I think the feds in the gimme's pretty soon. Like he kept saying that, I go like, like what, like what, like okay, we're trying to do this business here, cause this guy was talking about we get a shop at Rodeo Drive or whatever, Fairfax, I mean Fairfax, we're gonna do this and this, and he go nah, like I guess you, you had, a, why'd you have that gut feeling though, like you can say I'm gonna get sold up, and to he keep did. it real, shoot, yeah. I had the gut feeling because 
my co-defendants uh-huh. that got popped two months before me and through means the word got back to me yo nigga your name on this indictment oh, wow. and they coming for you so it's a matter of time it could be today it could be whenever yeah. but believe they coming your name on this joint it's finna happen so that's why I got. How does that you. feel? You're like, Fuck. that's why I got at you. Like, yo, them people coming, man. Like, when I don't know. <laughs> yeah. That's why I, I got. I got real with you. Yeah. And see, that's the part of me who I am. Like, yeah. yeah, I hustle. But see, I feel like a lot of these dudes out here in the street that don't make it to where they're trying. First of all, once again, I have to always say this clause because ain't nothing cool about selling drugs. Let's be cool. I'm, I'm, I'm being one hundred. Like, I don't. I'm not happy about this shit. This is, a choice, this is a choice that I made. Honestly, I made the choice because I was good at the shit. Yeah. I ain't gonna lie, like, I was good. I was yeah. good at it, yeah. and I feel like part of the goodness is because uh, part of the South Fontana and the company. I knew the bad and the good. I know how to deal with everybody. Yeah. I knew how to deal with the cool people and, and the you real cool, nigga, nigga, and, niggas. And for and for like you being like obviously black, like the Mexicans fuck with you though. Like, and that too, heavy. Yo, I had Mexicans. Yo, yo, they, I had messages. Follow, yo, come holler at me. Yeah. Yo, whatever you need, nigga, I got that, and I trust you, yeah. nigga. And here it go. You know what I'm saying? No name said, but it's a dude that me and you grew up with. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That he was one of the first messages that came to me. He was like, "Hey, I need come through the house." I'm like, "For what?" He like, "Yo, come through. I need to holler at you." I'm like, "For what?" He like, man, come through, man. I need to holler at you. Yeah. So I pulled up at the nigga house, like, yo, what's up? You know what I'm saying? What's popping? Nigga come like, show me. He take me to the bathroom and shit. He take me in the motherfucking um in his bathroom. He opened the shower curtain. Yo, it's 300 pounds stacked up in the motherfucking in the in the bathtub. Yeah. I'm like, okay, like, what's up with that? He like, <laughs> he like, nigga, I need you to help me get rid of all this shit. Jeez. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, nigga, what's that? At the time, I'm looking, I'm 18. Yeah. I'm looking like, yo, I done seen some work, but I ain't never seen that much work. Yeah. Like, I'm like, yo, what's up with that? <laughs> yeah. But bust believe, you know what I'm saying? He, the number of little joints anymore. The, look, the numbers no made sense. He made sense. And guess what? Yeah. The 300 was gone. Believe Damn. that. You know what I'm saying? But And that, that created, and, and, and that was like your, from there you just went boom? It was like, not like that, but it created a base for me where I could say people knew. That, that nigga, was your foundation. That though. nigga know he got it. Yeah. Call that nigga. He got it. Do you get mad at these, um, I don't see these little drug dealers or anything, but like, you, does it bug you like these guys, they rap about like like your lifestyle, the shit you did time for and they ain't even doing it, there's rhyming and shit, that don't even bug you a little bit? Like whatever, it's Yo, music. I hate to say this, but like, I ain't gonna, I guess because of my era, like Jeezy, one of my favorite niggas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But Jeezy talk about, he said, he said a, a verse in his rap, he say, work don't even come like that. What the fuck you selling, nigga? Yeah. Like, real shit, like, these rap niggas be talking about shit, yo. You don't even that drug don't even come in those quantities. Like, what are you fucking, <laughs> nigga? The fuck you talking about, nigga? Like, oh, fuck, yeah. fuck out of here, nigga. You ain't talking about yeah. shit. You just saying that shit because that shit sound good on rap. Like, yeah, nigga, yeah. Fuck out of here, nigga. But at the same time, I just laugh. It's entertainment. Yeah, it's entertainment. So you know what? Entertain me, nigga. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so I'm laughing. Hey, right that's now, a real nigga. shit. I'm, in, I'm entertained, nigga. Yeah, that's, that's good. You know what I'm saying? So, um, so, so, I'm the, laughing. so, so when they busted you, like, was it like a full on raid? You're, you're at your house. They pulled you over. How, how did that go? Yo, so let me tell you that. So that's crazy. You asked that, right? That's what I do. So like, you know, everybody. I I knew the feds was coming, man. So like, honestly, I had a house out on Granada Hills and shit. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And um, you remember, that's when we was dealing with each other. So you knew yeah, I had yeah, the house yeah. in Granada yeah, Hills. You yeah. knew that. You know what I'm saying? So um, it's crazy how, like, every day, because I felt like they was coming, like, nigga be looking out the window. Like, literally, Your dog, stress box, huh? I put like, one shoe on and look out the window, nigga. <laughs> put another shoe on. <laughs> the then look out the window again. Uh, like, yo, these niggas uh, is coming, yeah, right? Yeah, But that's just what it was. I accepted what it I knew that it was coming. I knew yeah. it was coming, right? So it was crazy, right? One night, I'm chilling and shit, and I, um, I had a chick stay the night. Okay. So. Rocky Nashed it. What happened? He said he Rocky Nashed it. Rocky Nashed it. That's me. Just go ahead. Bro. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I'm, I'm just trying to catch up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, 
you know, chick got to go to work in the morning and shit. So she pushed out to work and shit. And um, when she pushed out to work, honestly, I believe that the fed, they, they come in early. They don't yeah. come late. They come in the morning. They come in the morning. Yeah. So she pushed out to work like 7 a.m. I walk into the car, all the shit, all right, boom. Classy, right. gentleman. Oh, yeah, I'm going to always be that. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so uh, that's why I get a smile. <laughs> I'm always be there. You see the black guy blush. Okay. I ain't gonna never blush, man. Let's keep it real. But um, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I I I walk into the whip and shit. And so I get back to the car uh, to the house. I'm like, it's seven. They ain't came, they ain't coming. Yeah. Granted, I told you every day I put every one. Every day, huh? You every day waiting. I put one shoe on. I'm, uh, I'm, so this the one day I feel like they ain't coming. Yeah. I walk the chick out to the car and buy, she go to work. I'm at the pound. I'm going back to sleep. So I go back to sleep. I want some drunk shit. You know? Yeah, yeah. Shit, we hanging out. I was faded that night. Yeah, yeah. So I go to sleep and shit. I wake back up like 9, 40, something, something around that time. Get my dress, do my shower, do my thing. But what's so crazy, because I feel like they're not coming. Yeah. I ain't on the, I ain't playing the window so hard. Like, I'm on some old, they ain't coming. So I take my shower, do my thing. I don't even look through the window one more time. That's right, nine o'clock. So, granted, that night I sit on my phone and I accidentally erase all my contacts. So, I'm like, you know what? I need to go to T Mobile so I can get all my contacts back so I get back in the game. Uh -huh. So, boom, I get dressed or whatever, whatever. I get in the car, I pull up. The, I, so, I, in Granada, I don't know people who know, but in Granada Hills, you don't have the driveway to pull out into the street. Your driveway pull out into the alley. Okay. You, you pull out into the alley and then you drive onto the street. You know what I'm saying? So when I pull out to the alley, I got a I got a light pole that's like right in the side of my alley where I, I could pull out this way, but it's too much maneuvering. But if I pull out this way and go, it's like super easy. So when I pull out, I drive, I look and I see the LAPD. He got the regular LAPD jacket on, but he not in the uniform. He got the jacket on. He in the undercover car. And he like two doors, like two houses down from my house. And he looking on this side. I live on this side. So I'm looking like, nah, that ain't him. That's him, but that ain't him. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'm gonna pull up, whatever. I try to push down the alley and shit. They like, yo, stop, stop. Oh. So I'm like, so now I'm in, I'm in, I'm in play mode. Huh? Like I'm playing dummy. Yeah. I'm gonna play dummy, huh? What? Like what? He like, uh, excuse me, sir, can you turn off your car, please? For what? Like, I'm playing dumb. For, you want me to turn your car? Sir, can you turn off your car, please? Can I see your ID? You show me the, I show him the ID or whatever. Hey, can you step up the car, please? I'm like, what? I'm playing dumb again. Like, what are you talking about? Like, what are you, what, what's going on? And then next thing you know, I hear him get on the app. We got a, we got a 425, 1329. I don't know. I, I made those numbers up, but, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. the, basically, the niggas, like, we yeah. got a, the nigga here. The, we got the nigga. <laughs> This nigga. Yeah. So, Fuck. boom. Next thing you know, I look down the alley, man. They, whoo, 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 whoo. you know, it's like fifteen motherfucking police cars pull down the alley and shit. And I'm, so I'm like, I'm playing, I'm playing the dummy because I, yeah. I know what it is, but I, yeah, I'm yeah. playing like I don't. Yo, what you talking about? What's going on? Don't worry, we got an FBI agent. He gonna explain everything to you when he get here. The fuck? I already knew what it was. So yeah. he pull up and he like, yo. You know, you got a warrant on the Eastern District of uh, Pennsylvania and this, that, and the third. And come on, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is. Come on, nigga. Yeah. They so, fly you all the way there? Did they? <laughs> Con Air, first class. Damn. <laughs> I don't uh, know if you heard about fuck Con Air. That shit real, nigga. So you're all chained up in a plane the whole time? Like Nicholas Cage, yeah. room? In a cage and everything from, or not? From feet to, to the hands, nigga. So, yeah. so the most un uncomfortable ride? In my life. Bro, hell yeah. It's what, four and a half hours of Philly? Four and a half. Conair goes slow. That's Conair. Mm -hmm. That's a connection flight, nigga. You ain't get no direct, nigga. The fuck <laughs> you think? Yo, get this nigga right, man. <laughs> this shit is crazy. Ain't nothing that easy. You got your red eyes. You got your fucking red eye. You, you, you go to Oklahoma. They give you peanuts and uh, Oklahoma. drinks. Yo, Oklahoma's so crazy, nigga. The fair is so crazy. We pull up Oklahoma, then you pull up to the jail. When the plane land, when they pull up, you know, like hey, most, most, you pull up in the plane, you get in the turn, you get off on the low exit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nigga, when you get off, in the, you in jail. You, when you get off in the exit, you in jail. 
Oh, fuck. That shit pull up to the jail. Oklahoma got a jail on the they airport. Oh, yeah. Fuck. You pull up, you get off, you they be in go jail, their nigga. Own runway. In All Oklahoma. that shit. Shit real, nigga. But that's crazy. So, I mean, and we're going to, so when you go to court, I mean, you're looking, obviously, Fed time, you're looking at 10 plus or even life, right? So, this is how the feds do you, right? They're going to tell you a bunch of shit. Yeah. Nigga, you hit with this, that, and the third. Yeah. They're going to put 17,000 charges on your ass. Yeah. And we gonna hit you with 130 years. You like the fuck? Fuck. Nigga looking like what the what? What's going on? But when it all break down to it, nigga, you ain't got half that shit don't stick. Yeah. And you just you know you you talking a bunch of shit, and you trying to scare a nigga at the end of the day. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, at the end of the day, you know I got hit with two bricks because you didn't hit me for. Let's just say you didn't hit me for what I was supposedly doing. Yeah. You hit me for what I was charged for. Yeah. But you got caught doing two bricks, 850 pounds. I mean, they knew what you were doing, but they couldn't prove. They only prove what they they only could prove what they got. That part. Gotcha. So with that, it's like two two keys only carry a five year minimum. Okay. And then um, the weed, that's a year. I got six. I got seventy two months. So like pretty much, you went to jail, Oklahoma, and you made your way to Pennsylvania and all that, and um, they're out for you all these years. You feel like you beat the system because you only did like somewhat of years, right? I mean, kind of. No, I don't feel like I beat the system because believe you me, they're going to get their time out of you. Like in the feds, it's, it's crazy, but they have a thing to say, anything less than 10 years, you beat them. Yeah. So, like, I can imagine that they could have came with a whole bunch of charges that could have whooped my ass. But I had a real lawyer. Like, I've had, I ain't had no public defender. I bought a paid lawyer. A public pretender? That part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I had a paid lawyer. Do you remember the, the Tracy Morgan when Tracy Morgan got hit by the Walmart truck? I yeah. Know about that. Okay. The nigga who, the lawyer who had the Walmart, that was my lawyer. Oh, fuck. You know what I'm saying? I paid for him. Nigga, you come, nigga. I need you. Is you know that is, is that is how much does that run you if you don't mind? We ain't gonna talk about that. It was just too much. That's, we ain't gonna talk about that. <laughs> At the end of the day, nigga, <laughs> I got six seventy two months. Yeah, because he got paid for and he did his fucking job. That's right. You know what I'm saying? But I say that to say that, you know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers try to whoop you if you don't know no better. Yeah. Or if you ain't got the finances to get you the, the defense that you need to help you put you in a better position. Position. Yeah. You know I mean, so you know what I mean? Like for me. I was in a cool position where, nigga, take this money, do your job, and get me the fuck out of here. And he did that. That's right. So you're out now. Um, so, like, what I was going to tell you, like, from doing that lifestyle and all that, while I was saying, like, what do you do now? Like, because obviously you're older, and now was your, your hustle. So they, do you feel like you had a trade you come out to? Did you learn anything in, in jail or prison? I mean, like, did you come out smarter? Did you learn something from it? Or, like, what if somebody, like, your age do when they come out like fuck out like do you feel like damn i gotta fucking start all over again like like so yes it does it is a piece of you that, that feels like i need to start all over because who the fuck wants to just go to fair time and come back out and start selling drugs again yeah so yeah but at the same time i feel like it's a lot of people that sit in prison and sit on their hands what i mean by sit on their hands is that you're not making the time that you have valuable Gotcha. You're not doing nothing with it. You wanna you wanna blame the system, blame all these other situations, but yourself for what you did to put you in that situation. And so for myself, like I took my opportunity and and, and educated myself. I read a lot of I read over a hundred books since I was gone, man. Nice. Like I wasn't on no just sitting on my hands time. Like I'm finna learn. I'm I'm a, I'm a dig into a whole bunch of different topics and read books on a whole bunch to learn. And then once I read all these, then I can come up with a thing that's going to be good for me. At the same time, too, I made a plan from A to Z to where a backup plan, like when I get home, I'm trying to do this. If this don't work, I'm trying to do this. If this don't work, then I'm going to do this. But I'm not going to be in a situation where I put myself in society's hands to, to, to dictate my outcome. That's good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I did my own thing. So since I came home, you know, I started a realty. Well, honestly, I, I went, when I first came home, I started, like, a, a trucking company. Okay. And, like, 
I had all the resources. I had everything I needed. That's a good business. To put it, yeah, it was. And, and they, do, they don't discriminate against felons. Not at all. All my homies so, are truck drivers. Bam, and see, that's why I did it. But I was bigger. Like, I wanted to have a trucking company. I was, a, I was a broker. Like, I had all that stuff. I had the whole shit playing. But then I had a couple little, you know, obstacles that went in my way, and, and it, it, it detoured me a little bit. I ain't going to even say it detoured me. It delayed my situation more than it detoured. And because I was in the position, I had B, C, D plans. Yeah. I said, you know what? This taking too long. I cut it, severed it, and then went to a realty company. And so I went to a realty company, and that worked for me. So now I'm buying flip houses now. I'll be home, man. I'll be home six months. That's it, huh? Six I ain't been months. home long. Yeah. Like, motherfucker, look at me. Like, I've been home years on I've been home six months. And already doing fucking flipping I'm houses. Already, I already got a, a realty company, a, a LLC made. I'm buying flip houses. Like, I've already took the real estate class. It's no joke. I was going to take my real estate exam to be a licensed person, li realtor. Mm -hmm. Two days before I took my test, this COVID canceled the test because of the situation. So I couldn't take my test because of the COVID. But on some real shit, like, I was going to be a licensed realtor on top of the hell my company. Like, I have a plan. See, the difference is that people use their time and they be sitting on their hands. That's good. They're not using their time. So there was like, ball. so you're a good example that there's no excuse. Even do jail time, fed time, whatever. Like, you got to just, you know, you got to um, conquer the moment. And learn from it, and you came out, and now you're just fucking flipping some white collar shit, some good shit. I'm not gonna say that that they can't, that I'm the like the, the the example. Like I'm not gonna say that because every person has a different experience in life. Okay. So, but you made so your opportunity. Let me say this: so. I've watched episodes of of your uh, podcast prior to me coming on. Right. Okay. So let me go back to. The, the, the opportunity that we was given. Okay. Living in Southridge. Yeah. Right? So, yeah, I'm a nigga. I do nigga shit. My mind be on nigga shit. All that shit, right? But I also been around white folks. I also been around other people where, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know how y'all think. So, I know what it take to make your mind think the way I need you to make you to think. So, you know what? I'm going to give you that. When I come talk to you, when I present my situation, when I get at you, when I, my business opportunity, when I do my whole, I'm going to give you anything you want because I know that's what you want. That don't take away from the nigga that I am. Yeah. But I know what it takes to succeed. That's so cool. I'm going to give you that because I'm trying to succeed. Would you say you make your own opportunities pretty much? Because you're saying like everybody is dealt your cards or like whatever your opportunity, but it seems like you're like you read the books, like don't like, no, we made you read the books, like like you're making your opportunities even after all this kind of stuff. Like I don't, you're, I can you, agree with you with that. Like yeah, I made my own opportunities only because I don't sit back and let nobody dictate my life. My whole thing is I pay attention to what's going on out here, so I make adjustments to succeed. I'm not going to sit here and just think, oh, I'm a nigga, I'm hard, I'm a gangster, I'm this, I'm that. Yeah. And then you're so stuck in that world that that's the thing that's preventing you from for success, for yeah. succeeding. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you got to learn how to adapt to what's going on. And, and, and okay, I'm dealing with this person for this situation. I'm going to give you what you need. Now, don't take away from the nigga I am. Yeah. I'll knock a nigga out. I'll shoot a nigga. I'll do whatever <laughs> it is a nigga that whatever type of time yeah. you want. Whoever you are, whoever you type of shit you want. Yeah. You ain't you ain't never not that person. But that don't take away from the things you got to do to succeed. You're saying like it's not selling out. It just, you ain't you know, selling I mean, out. Yeah, yeah you adapt but to you your environment. But you have to adapt, man. You have to adapt because if you don't adapt, how the fuck you ever going to succeed? You ain't. Straight up. You need to adapt. Being on nigga time ain't going to never get you no time. That's all it's going to get you is time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Stop getting on nigga time, man. Because, real quick, excuse me, but I'm a, I ain't gonna lie. Like, I ain't saying it like, oh, I'm some real nigga. Like, yeah. niggas say that shit all the time. Like, all right, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? But I say that to say, like, yo, know, like, our black community, we be on, like, you gotta be this certain way in order to be a real nigga. An image. But, the nigga, the shit that we talk, our slang, our our act, the way we do, that culture is brought, brought along because we have been severed 
from our African community where we don't have a, every nationality in America has their language, Mexicans, Asians, yeah. everybody has Russians. They all can go back to their native language. Black people, we don't know what the fuck we from because you took us from that. Yeah. We don't know shit. We just know nigga shit. So our slang, our our attitude, our this, that, that is that is our our language away from y'all to separate us from the rest of the world. But at the same time, that's still nigga shit. You know does, what I'm saying? Does it, because cause you said that, um, especially in this generation, does it bug you when like a, a, a white person or you Mexican or somebody that's not black says nigga like, oh, it's my nigga right there. That bug you a little don't bit? Don't do that shit because that maybe right. you're trying to be hip. Fuck that. Don't, don't do no nigga shit. At the end of the day, like... Because you feel like that's staying away from your culture. Like, this, this is all we got. Because you said nigga and with yeah. an A. I mean, yeah. You really mean it with an E-R. Yeah. Like, we niggers to you. Niggas say nigga because we on some black time. Yeah. That's how we relate to each other. Yeah. Don't say nigga because you ain't us. Yeah. I agree with you 100%. I, like, everybody know, no one knows who I am. Yeah. I, I don't like the homies be saying that. I, was like, yeah, I don't like that word. Don't get me wrong. Nigga, yeah. I, I've been in the prison. I've been in the cell, nigga, with... I'm my mama, nigga. I've been a cell nigga with 17 Florence gangsters, nigga. I was in MDC right here in yeah. Fed Pins, 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 Prison. Yeah. Nigga, I'm in there with 15, 16 Florence niggas. Yeah. I'm only nigga in the cell, nigga. All these <laughs> niggas are like, yeah, nigga, yeah, nigga. And I'm sitting like, yo, these niggas are all he said niggas, he all Mexicans. <laughs> Ain't never one nigga, nigga, a nigga in this motherfucker. But don't get me wrong, yeah. I get it. Yeah. They grew, up in, they grew up right there, though, they right? Grew, they grew up in see, South. And that's the difference. Yeah, no, yeah, I get see, it. See, when get you that saying part. that shit because you're trying to be cool, yeah. fuck you, nigga. No, because <laughs> no, 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 I know homies that grew up in, like, in South LA, even West LA, and they, yeah. grew, they grew up in a black culture, so they do yeah. use that word. But, that's, but, like, if you really grew up in that shit, like, I'm going to give like, a real nigga, yeah. we can tell who was who. Like, yeah. nigga, you a white motherfucker, whoever it is, talk that nigga shit. Yeah. Yo, nigga, fuck out of here, nigga. I can tell you's a fake. But like a nigga who really grew up in nigga shit and grew up like trials and tribulations of nigga life, yeah. you can tell. <laughs> like yo, that nigga real like he didn't grow up in some shit. He didn't see some shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He got seventeen real nigga friends. Yeah, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the other shit, nigga, tell a black motherfucker could tell. Yeah, that's the difference. Motherfuckers be out here faking, man. So my whole thing is like, stop faking, my nigga. Like, it's good. Be who man. you are, good, cause guess what? I'm who I am, and really, the, the nigga who I am yeah. is the hardest motherfucker to survive. Yeah. So if I can make it being the nigga who I am, yeah. why the fuck you can't make it be whoever the fuck saying, you man. is? That's why I wanted you on the podcast, because yeah. of that. You know what I mean? There's fucking no excuse for anybody. I know talk, we, we, have the, we have obstacles and there's stuff, we get it, but like how you see, you make your own opportunities, man. You make your own opportunities, because yes. I, I use, man, I haven't been, I didn't see the top and the bottom, man. And at the end of the day, all I do is try to use my life experience to try to better my situation. That's good, man. Yeah, I mean, um, usually I, um, we'd always close it out. You want to say something like to the viewers, something positive about it? You already said it all, bro. Like, yeah. you, you kind of, like, you can't, you, you said it all. I mean, it was I, like you were fucking dope. This was probably the least I ever talked on a podcast. And I didn't you talk, didn't I talk didn't at all. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he didn't even talk. I, I hate that I took over. No, no. no that's it's the whole point. we doing. Real people, no, real no, stories. Like, I, right I, here. Like, they don't want to hear me. They want to hear my weekend shit, probably. But after that, I don't get <laughs> Yo, you with the bitches, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They want to know how my date went. You know what I mean? But other than that, like, they want to shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, nah. man, we appreciate you having on. And I, I just want like, like, you know I love you, man. I'm just glad you're on here. I'm glad you're doing good and... Fuck, man. For those like, that don't know, yo, this right here, this dude right here, man, him and his family, the Navarrete family, yeah. that is the closest Mexican family in my life. Like, I would die for them right now. Appreciate like, that. I, his brother is one of is my one of my best friends in my life. I know this dude since I was he was 10 years old. I'm 43, nigga. <laughs> I knew this nigga 30 plus years. Yeah, like, he ain't no yeah. new nigga in my life. Yeah, yeah. If I ain't telling the truth, he gonna tell you, he gonna pull my card. Yeah. Yo, you lying, nigga. Like, you stop faking, nigga. Yeah. I ain't no fake about me. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, this my dude right here. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate and, you. And, and, and I got number love for him. We started a clothing line together. And before the clothing line together, like, we was real friends. Yeah. Like, oh, we was sure. family. Yeah. Yo, I know this dude, aunties, granddad, um, I know everybody. Like, ain't no just dude I just met. Yeah. Like, right now, I see all his family. Hey, they embrace me. Yeah. If, if I was fucked up and on my ass, I'd go ask his parents right now. 
Let me live with you. And they gonna tell me, nigga, pull up a bit. Yep. Cause I fuck with this dude like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a real motherfucker right here. Appreciate that, man. You know what I'm saying? It means a lot. I met you right now, but all I can evaluate a person from is what they give me. And from the, the little bits that I've gotten from you, he's a real motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? One of the best guys For real. Here, man. Really good you know what I'm saying? He's a real motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like I'm a good judge of character. You know what I'm saying? So I, I appreciate you having me on the show. Like, yeah, I appreciate you being here. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm going to cry. <laughs> hey, Doug, appreciate you, man. I thought it was a fucking awesome episode. Let's give him a round of applause, nice, guys. <laughs> so there it is, people. Stop making excuses. Make your own opportunities and get with the fucking program. And Let's get go. with everybody. Get with you know? everybody, like, yeah. Don't. No, I get what you're going to say. Um, be, be, before we do cut, before um, we were doing the coin line, Dub would like, we're trying to create something differently. So we'll go to clubs, pop bottles while well, he's popping the bottles, but I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm never standing on the couch and shit. You know what I mean? He's popping the bottles. So he'll bring all his, um, his like blank gangster friends. Like, you know, I'll bring all my total friends and everybody trip out on us. Cause it'll be like, like it wasn't just a regular Mexican food or a regular like black food. Now these are like hardcore, like gangster people that we're bringing. And we'll be at a club in the same table, VIP section. People's like, like, what are these fools up to? Like, like we, because you don't see that, bro. Not like that. Not, not like nine years ago, whatever, how long ago. You didn't see that shit. Like, it wasn't like that. But we were trying to do that. And, um, and then um, he got busted. And uh, I did my little counting time. And that was it. But, um, yeah, man. Just yeah. Um, stop being close-minded. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I know I grew like that. But, like, like, like he, he knew. He knew how it was. Like, we didn't, I really didn't. Fuck with too many black people, but this guy was like was like founding to me, you know what I mean? Like this guy. Yo, the world would be surprised how much this is my little fucking brother while yeah. you playing. Like, you words can't describe how much love I got for this man and his family. Thanks, man. Yo, right now I don't give a fuck what the situation is, what was going on. If anybody his family called for me right now, I'm there. Thanks. Because I fuck with them like that. Want to shout out to our sponsor once again, Invisible Armor, OG Rascals, Triple OG, and a big shout out to executive producer, Deanne Munoz, and Sting Eleven Media Group, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank and you thanks guys. to all our viewers. Thank you, Deanne. You guys are the best. Cool.